and welcome to Bits and Pieces episode 121. Yes, the palindrome edition. Um, with me tonight, we have the son of fun, Mr. Laughs himself, Beastie. Hello. He's bringing his comic talent to the fore. And with us as well, um, well, nobody. It's just me and the Beast Man. Um, no one else could be bothered to turn up. Um, John is probably off trying to find another podcast to appear on. Um, <laughs> Clark is pledging work allegiances. And Yoda's probably breastfeeding. Uh, uh, yes, I've heard. Probably, literally. Um, so, BC and I thought it'd be a nice time to sit back, relax, get that goblet of whiskey goblet rattling around the glass with the ice in it. You know, I'm still going for that smoking jacket metaphor. It's, it's not going to work, is it? No, no, it's fine, but the goblet of whiskey? Well, yeah, I mean, I couldn't remember the name for the big, big glass of whiskey. Tumbler? Know? Well, no, no, the, you know the nice big proper bowl, kind of goldfish bowl things. That you cup your whole palm of your hand in with the little bit. I can't stand whiskey anyway. I don't even know I'm going there. <laughs> Let's move swiftly on. Um, so tonight's going to be um, uh, pretty much based around one genre of games entirely, which is um, RPGs. Uh, mainly because I've spent my entire week playing one game, and it sounds like Beastie's also been playing one game yes so, luckily for you guys who are listening they're not the same game that is true <laughs> so we, we do have do have some variety in the show um before that though we do we do have an important announcement to make which is that um our competition to win a copy of insurgency has not yet been won i'm still waiting for a decent picture to be tweeted at us <laughs> showing the behind of a dog um literally pretty much any picture right now is going to win this so uh just tweet at mgp bits with the, the backside of a dog it's if it's effectively all oh we have sunk to new depths uh, we, really yeah we really really Could be ex- extended cat's asses as well maybe uh, no it's definitely dogs okay, definitely nice. dogs definitely dogs um for those of you who were fortunate enough to have missed last week's episode this is due to the um level in a testament of sherlock holmes which I was playing, where I had to spend at least 20 minutes, if not half an hour, um, with a third-person view of a dog's ass as I wandered about some London dockyards oh. as a dog. Mm. So um, there's the link. Uh, but obviously, rush back, download episode 120, and fill yourself in with the delights thereof. Um, <laughs> but, but on to more, oh, hopefully less doggy things. Um, beastie, mm. what? have you revisited this week i have been revisiting um upon launch um of all as a drainer i'm back in back in wow um you, you're I, not quite sure if you sound happy about that <laughs> well I, I i'm not quite sure how to feel um it's worth before we starting it's worth kind of get a stage where most games i play are pretty much go unnoticed by the girlfriend um this has not gone unnoticed Ooh. It's been commented upon about, oh, I see that, um, right, you're back there again now then. Um, yeah. So there, there sounds like history. Well, back in, back in the day, oh, I was doing the raiding and um, on TeamSpeak quite regularly with um, different guilds and involved in the whole the whole shebang of mm. the Memorpagir experience that WoW was offering. Um, kind of back in the Lich King days, which much people ever moans about, I still think were the the glory days of um, uh, of WoW. Um, but um, I think, and I had a prediction 
at work about how like I, I think this is going to be as big as Lich King or as as competent of release. And so far, um, looking at the numbers that have come back, their subscriber numbers have, have gone up. They've broken the 10 million mark again, haven't they? Yeah, I think it's the first time post Wrath of the Lich King. So it is very good. Um, They have looked at all the other MMOs and gone, right, okay, what can we do to streamline the experience? Now, it's not perfect, and we'll kind of get to that bit later on. How can you streamline well? Um, they they have literally done everything they can to go right. Oh, this class has got too many buttons to press. How can we make that a bit less bothersome for you? Just so they've kind of combined skills down, so you have more passive skills. And that's not to say all classes. Warriors still have way too many buttons to press. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, um, my Death Knight, which is my main character, um, I will say I've, I have have hit a level one hundred already with my main character. Um, so that's taken me about a week, I guess. That's not long. No, you've gone. I take it you've gone from ninety to hundred. You just on the ten. Yes, like, yeah. Uh, not, not, not from scratch. No, uh, no, but considering I was working full time. That's that's like, not that long. No, no. It's I pretty... mean, you, you remember when we used, when I I mean I was I we mentioned this before. One of those poor saps that queued up at launch for for World of Warcraft was massively excited for this whole new era of gaming. And, you know, I don't think people people take online gaming so so much for granted these days mm. if you if you think back to the launch of world of warcraft this was massive this was this was a huge huge deal no one yeah. had ever really seen the like of it done to this scale with this level of no, polish it's before. True. um especially with you know blizzard's beautiful cutscenes that just drew everybody in and you know you spent the whole weekend trying to get in and you just couldn't do it because it just crashes left, right, and so. But that was mm. kind of normal. You were kind of almost, ex- you know, half the fun was going onto a forum to rant about the fact you couldn't of actually course. play yeah, the yeah. game. Um, but uh, you know, it used to take you a hell of a long time to level up in that game. I mean, the first yeah, naught to ten were were pretty quick. But after that, I mean, to get to level forty was probably it was a an good, event. Good yeah, couple was, of weeks was... of you know. Yeah, no, of course. No, I mean, I remember running around at 45 with not enough money to buy my mount still. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree. It was, it was definitely, um, I'd argue that it's a product of its time. It's come from a period of post-EverQuest. It was, it was softened compared to that, but MMOs are now 10 years older than that. WoW's 10 years old. The, the audience are not quite as ready to be punished in that way. That one. So when I say that it's it, they've eased players in, it's just the little thing. So yeah, you've got rid of the, some of the skill bloke. It's still bad, but it's not really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they've tried to kind of merge stats down. Brick will bring the stats lower. I don't really know what difference that really makes, but it does make it a bit cleaner. Um, they've done things like, you're doing your, you're doing your quest and everything else, and go, oh, you don't want to... You don't want to have to run back. There's a guy for some fucking spurious stories, and we just have to teleport. And you go, oh great, I can teleport back to the. Now, which just... which game was it recently that had a similar thing with radioing in your skills? Uh, well, um... not skills, radioing in your quests. Was it Wildstar? Or Wildstar was it... has that, yes. yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because that I actually quite liked that feature where you just you know you, you complete the quest and you just radio it in. Yeah, I mean they, they've used bits of that. Um, it's not um, it's not in there. Uh, all the time, some quests. It's a little bit inconsistent actually how it does it. Some quests you do, other ones you've got to go back and I'm like, why does this, why, why is this one accepted here? Okay, fine. Um, 
it is still wow. I can't get get around that that fact. Um, but I things that I'm aware there's a story this time, which is probably the first time ever. Blimey. It, okay. Wow. Because people have talked about it before, and I'm like, what, what are you talking about? There's a what story? Who? <laughs> um, yeah. And they. This is very much kind of. Uh, the return to Outland, which is what Burning Crusade is based on, yeah. but it's obviously a new a new one. Now, okay, I'm aware of the story. I'm sorry, aware that there is a story, which is for me a, a massive feat. The the minutia of the story is still kind of lost. I know there's lots of orcs, and the models have all been very polished throughout. I mean, we'll talk about the graphical changes in a sec. Um, uh, I know there's there's different orc. Um, uh, I don't know if someone comes strongholds, but um, groups that all have strongholds, I guess. And they're all part of this kind of minutiae, let's get involved. And you've got the, all the whole kind of alliance fighting together. So you've got mm-hmm. you've got a uh, human mage fighting with you, along with the kind of various orc um, lords and, and everything else. And it's it's I've actually been kind of interested. I haven't, I haven't skipped through the cutscenes or cinematics. I'm like, oh, okay, this is quite nice. Um, not everything's like the the launch trailers. It's kind of using a lot of the in-game engine yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, but I feel like you've given me a reason, kind of, to go back to Draenor, and then it leads you very cunningly into garrisons, which are probably its biggest new feature. Um, and the garrisons are very much a player housing or player. It almost kind of like make your own capital city is what it's really like. So this is more like a guild thing? No. It is only you can access it. What? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the same area is instance off. So if we approach this, the garrison, as it's called, mm-hmm. um, you're running next to me, we would uh, fade away from each other and uh, go into our, our own garrison. It's like an open... It looks like, from the outs for me, it's, it's seamless. No loading screens, completely seamless. Uh-huh. Run along, and I see my garrison. You'd see your garrison. We run together, and then we'd enter them. And that's... It's quite... Quite very, very well done. Um, the garrisons are... It's basically Farmville. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You love it, then. Um, I, I have been... I, I've definitely controlled myself a bit more now. <laughs> okay. Um, the first week, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, I'll just get a bit of login, just do a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, I'll send those followers off. And so the guys themselves are quite interesting. They're, no, they're not as elaborate in terms of versatility. They're kind of all the same. You kind of choose what buildings they go, but they're all in static plots. Right. There's no, it, yeah. So yeah. It, it is very, it's not yeah. as elaborate as others. Um but it's still nicely done. It's still nice that you can choose things and all these things level up and it all takes time and resources. And it's, it feels like a Farmville or, or any kind of these mobile free to play games. Yeah. Like, oh, this, I, I know you're sucking Why did they in. just give you, I mean, WoW's not had housing before, is it? No. So why didn't they just give you a house? Why didn't they um, just do what every other MMOs and, you know, Star Wars Galaxies used to have player housing that was fucking fantastic. You have, you've got Wildstar with probably the, the creme de la creme of player housing at the moment you've got you know pretty much most mmos these days have got some got lord of the rings has got bloody little villages where you buy your house and stuff and yet wow shy away from that completely and go for farmville you know me i've I've played pretty much every mmo that's ever been fucking made but only up to Mm. a certain level (laughs) and they've none of them have ever had the set the one that i actually and everyone mocks me when i say this but the one that i i really really 
probably could have quite easily lost more time in was Age of Conan, mm. um, which I thought was a fantastic, fantastic MMO. They just they, they nailed the world completely, and they were the first kind of um, MMO I played where they had something different than just spamming your hotkeys. So you had that kind of um, almost dance-like directional key thing. Where you had to, you know, you could you could dodge incoming attacks, but you could also, if you were a spellcaster, for example, you had to kind of simple Simon the the skill so that it would launch that launch the magic or whatever. But in that they had, um, you know, they they had uh, fortresses that you shared with your guild that mm-hmm. you 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 went out and you contributed to. You you bought, you know, the, the wood that allowed you to to build the fences up that made you, you know, you could buy weaponry for it. You could, you know, all the sieges and stuff like this. Yeah, and you yeah. could go and attack other, and that was like amazing. And that was years ago. I yeah. personally would have preferred that option. I mean, maybe you make it so you could do a single player one and whatever else, and you just take a bit more time um, if you want to. But I would have liked it to be been a, sh- a shared experience that we mm. could decide as together what we build and what we put support in and everything else. Um, I, 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 it's really hard to say what made them do the particular design decision, but it's worth noting that um, uh, that's what I'm going to talk about. Kind of, well, I meant to talk about the instances of walking into different servers. I think it managed to bring me to the. You mentioned the launch of WoW and mm. the impact that had on terms of stability and the game falling over. Um, I just want to kind of give you the launch experience that I've had because okay. um, I didn't. I didn't really clock. I didn't, it wasn't really paying much attention. I logged in before the expansion came out, not knowing that it was actually that night it was launching. I wasn't really paying much attention. I thought I'd log in and thought, if I'm going to play again I, for the expansion, I'll get some characters ready and everything else. So I was walking around and I thought, oh, it's a queue. So there's a queue, a queue to get in. I was like, okay, it wasn't very big. And I was like, okay, it's a bit of a queue. I was a bit surprised. Um, it's I am on, on my, my main characters are on the busiest server in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a slightly factor in it. Um and I was like, oh, it's really busy. And I saw there's loads of my old guildmates were on. Guildmates were on. I was like, oh, no, what's going on? And I said, oh, expansion's going live um, at 11 o'clock. Um, it's p.m. I was like, oh, is it? Well, are the server's going off? No, 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 the, the server's not going off. I was like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> um, and so what they'd actually done, which I thought on Facebook was very, very cunning, was that you would um, – they'd obviously pre-built the patch – yeah. already into it in a sense that there was no downtime no like turning it on to, to switch it off switch the service the service on then back re- restart the servers or anything or whatever nonsense they do mm-hmm. um it was a, a quest just pops up in your, inlo- uh, your log globally um at 11 p.m that's exactly what happened quest popped up just bang I was like, oh this is pretty cool really nice way of doing it no downtime mm-hmm. um Instantly, everyone's flying off. You saw this all these <laughs> circled mounts flying off to the to the to the quest thing. So bad that you couldn't actually see the guy because it was completely bundled by giant yeah, flying dragons. I remember those. <laughs> um, you then, I couldn't click it. I then managed to click, and that's when the experience was over for a day or two, um, as the servers were unusable. Um, the the queues on Argent Dawn, which is my server, um, oh, I used to be two and a half thousand, three thousand people in the queue ahead of you. Uh-huh. Um, queue times four hours, five hours, six hours. Um, oh, not very before you go to bed and wake up, and maybe you're in. Uh, yeah, it's it was really really bad, um, <laughs> and it 
th- there was massive amounts of downtime. There was I tried to get up. I was trying to think, oh, I'll log in maybe the weekend, get up a bit earlier and just kind of play for a bit. Mm-hmm. No, they were doing maintenance every morning, um, Friday morning, Saturday morning. I was like, oh, my God. Um, the, within maybe by midday, the servers became so unstable you had to log out. You mm-hmm. couldn't do quests. Um, you tried to run somewhere and you just basically have a massive lag spike. Um, you'd constantly be trying to hand quests in and then you just wouldn't, you couldn't get. So if you, the... if you hadn't bought the expansion, mm. what would you think your experience would have been like at that point on your service? If I logged, if I hadn't bought Wall of the Drainer and I logged onto Argent Dawn, yep. would my, I, I, am I going through the same crap everyone else is going through? I would think you were. Um, oh, that's a bummer. Because I used extent. to just hold off buying the expansions for a bit, a week and a half, just so that, that initial bump was out of the way. Sure. Um, well, that, I mean, that's that will be fine. So, what I see, so what you'd, you'd probably in the old world you'd get less lag spikes, but you'd mm. get all the queues. Yeah. Um, you'd still get um, the the servers instability generally, i.e., closing the servers, servers down, and whatever else. Uh-huh. So you still get that. I'd say within a week. The problems were sorry. Within a few days, problems are getting better, and within a week, they're probably gone away now. There's no mm-hmm. more queues. I had to make another character, and I had another character had the on another server. I ended up leveling up because I was like, I couldn't get on Argent Dawn. I wasn't. I didn't want to log in, and I found sure. like, I played for six, seven hours flat one time. So as soon as I log out of this game, I'm done for the day. There's no. I'm not coming back. Yeah. Um. So that. But the reason that it was so bad was because, well, this is the well, several rumours. Um, the fact that they'd been DDoSed, that right. um, is highly, highly likely um, that that is the case. And people go, oh, this is lies. And like, no, unfortunately, people are such bell ends that that's a really common practice now to kind of uh-huh. just slam services that are new just because, well, I don't know why you do it, because you're an arsehole, I guess. Um, and. The other was the fact that the garrisons meant they had to keep creating separate instances for all the players. And yeah. Of course, it being part of the quest lines you're doing early on. Everyone's hitting them straight at the same time. Everyone's hitting the same time. Yep. <clears throat> they initially um, altered the quest lines so that you went there less. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a few comedy moments where you had people who were like myself flying into the. I tried to tried to use the garrison hearthstone, which was a special hearthstone, to return mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Oh, we get there. No, couldn't get through. Oh, your hearthstone's cooldowns on. Okay, I can't use it. They get caught in a cycle outside, just right. jumping up and down. You're like, um, right, I'm floating me down. I actually can't do anything. I'm actually stuck on a because you're basically stuck on a flying mount. So I had to drop out the game. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done again. So there's, it's not been seamless. Um, but in terms of content, um, it's been great. The the the, the graphical changes I mentioned before are. Very slick characters look really interesting. Characters that I didn't like, like orcs, look quite cool. And to be fair, that's probably not surprising because the entire thing's about the orcs, about the right. orc factions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are a lot. The, the animations are really nice. They're really well done. Um, I've just it's completely absorbed me. I can see myself burning out of it again if you see what I mean. Because yeah, I've kind of got to hundred. I've got a few more characters I can play with, but I can see myself. Once I've kind of done the garrison thing, so you always end up doing it. You're kind of trying to rush through it. I don't know why you do it, but you just rush. Oh, I need to get here. And I'll get this character up, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. And you want to do it before. I mean, my, my experience, just because of my attention span, is I want to rush through it in case I get bored and miss, you know, and then move on to something else before I finish the content. 
Yeah, it's kind of nice riding with the wave as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that thing, it's just since you, you know, it's like when a new MMO launches, you want to do it because those first, you know, when Guild Wars 2 launched, it was great because it was just the first 0 to 20 level, you know, you were basically just, everyone was just this tidal wave of people. Yeah. Mullering quests. You were leveling so quickly because the quest lines were just so oversubscribed that, you know, the, the, the big bad boss would spawn and he just get yeah, obliterated, vaporised, yeah. <laughs> and it was absolutely brilliant. And then there, there's there's something about the launch of an MMO that first weekend, if you can get on the bloody thing, um, that is just, there's just something about it, the excitement of it, the new exploration of it, and then obviously everyone's in the same boat and most people are excited to be there. And also there's no gold spammers, which is a nice thing because they haven't had <laughs> enough time to sort it out yet. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you mentioned you kind of all fighting that big thing. That's one of the areas they've definitely, I like what they've done to it. They've made everything feel pretty epic. Every single zone is packed full of elite one-off mobs. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, you, you get these kind of, remember the kind of silver dragon yeah. uh, uh, star mobs that all, all, you guarantee drop some kind of loot? They're all over the place. They're bigger than everybody else. Then you'll get on your map a little skull, and you'll know that there's one there. Um, thank, thankfully, there's already mods out there that can tell you what they drop, and then mm-hmm. it's really useful. But they basically drop guaranteed loot that's okay. going to be better than what you've got already, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, better is obviously subject to what level you were beforehand. But um, So you, you're like, oh, there's a great... Oh, do you know what? Everyone's kind of fighting it, and they've done it. So it's not the first person to attack that mob. It's anybody that attack, damaged it will get the loot. There's oh, no okay. no bitching over things, no fighting over, oh my god, he hit first. Now there's a few elements of that that break that mould a little bit, which is incredibly irritating. There's some friends of mine we're playing with and we both did the same thing. He looted it, I didn't I didn't get any loot. I was like, Oh, I was like, What? That's shit. I said, I don't it's a little bit inconsistent in that regard, but generally it's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and going thinking about loot and going back to my previous comment about um, ease. They've also got this really peculiar mechanic. I got very confused by it at first. Um, randomly, and there's ways to increase this randomness to be less random um, or less more frequent. <laughs> okay. look at it, um, where they just upgrade your loot. So a blue item drops. Mm. Upgrade. Epic, epic item version of it. Like, oh, re- what? Really? Why? I, because the entire thing is just basically to make yourself feel great all the time. Just, and you're playing. It, I'm it, getting the feeling like, this is like, you, you, you know, you talk about the garrison, you talk about this kind of, it's beginning to sound like Candy Crush Saga, just that, that loop of just keep giving you nice shit to make you want to keep playing. Yeah, I, I think that's probably exactly what they're doing. Um, I, I don't think, know if that sits well with me. Especially with an MMO where, hard to say. I, you know, it's it's like... I don't, you don't want it to be too easy. You don't want to be getting like all, you know, it's just, yeah. the reason why a lot of people are loving Destiny at the moment is because of the fact that you you, if you have you have to work hard to get. And when you get that epic or legendary weapon, it's like that's an achievement. Well, the thing is, everything's really based, they've kind of um, changed a little bit. Everything's really based upon item level now as opposed to a green is better than the blue, better than the purple. Um, right. Oh, sorry, it's the other way around, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and really, it's about item level they are, and that's it. So if one item level comes out, you're like, okay, that's that that that's that that's item level. Mm-hmm. This is a better item level. Um, it's a green, but it's a better item level. By def- it, one's five level, item level 531, and is a 
blue item, one's five three five, and a green item. The green item is going to be better. So the colours are more of it's more of a kind of eye catching element. They, they, they have as part of that upgrade the item level of that loot you get. It didn't upset me at all. I was like, okay, this is great because my gear is rubbish because I got burnt out of the Pandaland version of the game. Didn't really mm-hmm. like it that much. Mm-hmm. And I had friends of mine who just grinded on Timeless Isle, which was the loot pinata island, where basically loot came out of chests and it was just yeah. got all this gear. And if you kept grinding at it, you can make your gear better. So for me, I was like, I don't do that. I'll just do the get the basic stuff. I'm, like, I'm not doing yeah. this for uh, ad nauseum. Um, but a lot of people did do that, and so some people had, just had really, really good gear. But for me, who got burnt out, which I think that's what they aimed it at, is people who played well, got bored of a lot of the bullshit they did, yeah. make it really tedious, and gone, mm. oh, okay, let's make this kind of fun. So when you get stuff, you're like, oh, great. So the first... See, it is tempting. It the is first, tempting. first dungeon I did, every boss dropped loot for me. Every boss. Mm. Automatically. Almost. So I was like, oh, this is great. Um, so... The world itself. Mm. So one of the things I've always, I've quite, I've always kind of enjoyed the way WoW has reinvented itself as with each expansion. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that I kind of, WoW is a very homely MMO. Maybe because it's like really my first proper MMO. Sure. Um, Star Wars Galaxies, really, but um, that doesn't exist anymore. No. Um, well, I could, but I'm not. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I, I just love that. I've, you know, I've gone back several times, and you get that really comforting feeling when you're going through, um, you know, Goldshire or something like that, and you just, it just feels comfortable. You've been there so many times, mm-hmm. you know it inside out. Um, all that kind of anything up to about basically level forty. <laughs> yeah. I've been there so many times. I just feel this is this is lovely. Um, and then obviously when Burning Crusade came out, and they oh no, so Cataclysm. Um, that was just the way they did that with the world mm-hmm. to kind of reinvent it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, sure. Uh, it just, it was amazing for having never seen something because you're changing a whole world on that scale. I hadn't expected it. Yeah. Um, you know, you had, it was just amazing, uh, amazing what they'd done with it. Um, what have they done with, apart from the graphical enhancement, what have they actually done to the world or is it just a new zone? Well, basically, where the cataclysm affected Azeroth, the mm. original zones, this is affecting the... Well, I, I, Now, I need to double-check how this really works. I don't know. I think you still go through Burning Crusade in the Outland. I, I can't imagine they've given an alternative solution because this is the new area. But this mm. is basically Outland for Burning Crusade has been changed. Again, I'm not going to get bogged into why it's changed or anything else, but it's similar zones with different things have happened to them. So um, areas before that might have been um, lush and now not. And Nagrand, for example, from Outland is still Nagrand from before, but it's definitely lusher than it was before. It feels kind of still the very... Um, and I think the reason for that is because I think over some stats, the most popular zone, so they're kind of we're, we're bringing it back. And there's similar quests. I've kind of given you an idea. And I say similar because they've been deliberately gone, oh, remember this quest before? Let's do a similar thing. Um, look at us, laugh, 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 the same kind of thing. Um, so the lands themselves are based on the original, and there is a kind of cataclysmic shift again, as it was in cataclysm, in the in the in the world itself. Um, I, 
is it enough to bring people back for a long time? I I doubt it, if I'm honest. There's some definite question marks over things like professions, which the garrisons now kind of provide you quite a lot of things um, and made professions a little bit flat. Mm. It's not you're like, well, there's really no point in doing this. Um, my garrison has a mine in it, and every day that mine is full of mining notes to mine. I am swimming in ore to use. I barely, I can't spend <laughs> it enough. I can't spend it enough. On That's one way of getting out of that thing where you used to charge around the bloody zone trying to race everyone to the nose. They're still, they're still there, but you get a massive, massive ton from my my mine's my frost frost mine is now what, level two and there's just tons of ore in it. It's, I, I, I literally do that, and that'd be enough for me what I need. But then they've got really weird things where I can't actually outlight enough. So I'm like, well. The things I want to build in my engineering thing require me to do what one daily cooldown of things, and it's not enough. Well, it's like, well um, what am I going to do? Because I mean, you can do it once, and I've got all this ore which I can't use, mm. and they can do it. it, it the maths don't add up, and it means that some of the economy of ore is this garbage. I mean, you, bear in mind this is brand new, a brand new uh, world, brand new ore mechanics and everything else, and the that you get this. Black rock, um, ore and uh, true iron, not fake iron, true iron. Mm. Um, and they're selling for like uh, less than a gold a piece. Um, wow. when you bear in mind the economies of scales, where um, if you've got a, a level 100 item that's an epic, um, they're selling for 60, 70,000 gold, <laughs> give you a scale of economy, and um, <laughs> For new ore to be that, it's like it's worth as herbs are the same. I've got, I don't, not even, I don't have any characters that use herbs at all, but I've got a herb garden which constantly every day spawns out herbs for me to use. Um, so they, they have definitely kind of screwed up, and there's some really vehement hatred of the fact that they feel the garrison has been forced on them and they've it's kind of ruined the their the player economy for them. And that, and I can kind of get that, but I'm sure they can argue that. And you know what? I needed the re- needed the boost. It was too much in favour of people that had a lot of time on their hands, as opposed to people that actually, probably like you and I, who don't have a great deal of time on their hands and actually want to play the game. They want to feel that they haven't put twelve hours into mining today. Uh, oh well, tough shit. So I'm kind of I I think they're kind of moving with the audience as opposed to keeping with the hardcore players mm. and the hardcore being professions or raiding or whatever that may be. Hmm. And what about because I mean I, I did read quite an interesting article. Um, a guy who actually cancelled his account hmm. after um, uh, essentially the uh, with the graphical upgrade he felt like his character wasn't his character anymore because he'd obviously used his character for like his avatar for his, I think it was a dwarf hunter or something like that, for like the last ten years and now with the graphical upgrade he didn't feel connected to it because it had changed it so much. That he just didn't feel, you know, he didn't have. He, he, they they changed something that he actually had grown attached to. Been using it for ten years. You would do, I suppose. Yeah, I, I oh man, I, 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 it depends what character models are work. Some are more extreme than others. Um, mm. But oh, they look so much better. They look so much better. The animation's better. I, I, I for me, it was a it revitalized the game. Um, you when you look at the tauren or the orcs, you kind of go, oh no, oh, uh, I don't remember them being that much different than that. You do a side by side comparison, like, oh my god, <laughs> that was. It's a bit like when you have that retrospective thing about, oh, Battle Arena Tishinden and the PlayStation One, that still looked quite good, and you yes. kind of go back and look at it and go, no, it didn't. God, oh, 
how do I ever play that without gouging my own eyes out? Um, you still there, mate? I'm, I'm still here. Oh, and sorry, I, I lost, you, lost you there for a little no, while. It's, I, it's another problem I've had is I've had um, uh, Virgin not dealing with my internet problems either, where I keep getting micro dropouts. So I drop out for five seconds and oh, well, I hope we just enough, just enough to kick me out of the game. <laughs> All right, well, I'll try and remember that and fill in next time with some singing or yeah, something. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a feeling you'd really like it. Oh, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do things like this. I'm not, not? I'm actually, you bastard. I'm actually looking at the um, <clears throat> WoW site as it is. One of the things I can't, mm. can't quite work out is, I understand, although I can't find anything on the site, that... All previous expansions are now bundled into the same, are bundled into World of Warcraft. Sure, yeah. So all the, you know, Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, Hand of Land, mm-hmm. are all now, you just you just buy World of Warcraft and you, that's basically it. That's my understanding, yeah. So you can go all the way up to 90 just on your basic account, as long as you're paying mm-hmm. your eight ninety nine a month or whatever it is yeah. for, for whatever. Um it's been a long time since I played WoW, and it would probably have been Burf Cataclysm that I last played. Mm-hmm. With the boost to 90, mm-hmm. what's the best way of it to play it? Would it be to start from scratch and roll, or just pick up my character that's about level 40 or something like that and work my way back up? Or is it worth just going, you know what, sorry, I'm just taking my 90 and I'm... How many characters do you have? Do you only have like a bunch of? Oh uh, no, I don't. I tend to I tend to have one main and maybe a couple of little alts if I wanted to try out different, um, you know, classes or something. So I kind of have. I'll probably have Christ on Wow. I don't know. Maybe maybe one level f- mid forties, one coming up to forty, and maybe a couple more that are just pissing about ones that I've just used because I wanted to see how a priest worked, for example. Um, do you know what I mean? So. That's that's kind of yeah. where I'd be. I think with what, where you got to, and how long ago you played, you might as well make a new character. Well, from one to ninety, one to yeah. one hundred, or go one to from... ninety. So you, you don't recommend you going one hundred. No, but you you know they're doing this thing where you basically boost yourself to level ninety. You don't recommend that. I'm not saying yes, but do that with a new character. There's no point of using your level forty character. There would be no benefit. To no, you. no, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take my, um, my, 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 you know, my. My little, uh, my little dwarf, and, and turn him into a ninety. I'd, I'd start a new character, but start him at ninety. I think it's perfectly fine. Um, I mean, it, they do quite a good job. Now, I say quite a good job. I say quite uh, in a meaningful way because I think it varied upon what you went with. Um, but they don't overburden you with your skills at first. They, um, as you play through, even at ninety. As you do quests, it will go. We're now going to unlock this set of skills and what they're about, and here are your crowd control skills, and here are your damage skills, and mm-hmm. here are defensive skills. So you don't get go. Oh my god, <laughs> there's just so many things. So it's probably worth stuff. having a go at doing that then, because I yes. quite like that. Because also the other thing I quite like to do with the ninety is go back to and crush other zones. Yeah, basically, I want to because you know me. I like one of the things I really like about MMAs is the exploration thing of it, mm-hmm. and often I would get really pissed off with having to fight my way across a zone. I just want to go and have a look. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I like the little comic, you know, Blizzard are incredibly good at little bits of comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it might be quite nice for me just to go 
pick a character up and then just be able to wander back into the 40-50 zones muller anything that's about and just have a look about really. they probably ignore you but you probably because it's one shot yeah yeah but you know what i mean it's a bit like yeah. when i was a 40 walking back through gold everything just leaves you alone which is yeah, yeah fine but um oh i might I, I don't know i mean if it wasn't so tied up into the game i'm playing then well uh, maybe we should maybe we should, we should come to your game because i'm not being a big fan of this se- of the series at all, and I'd really like to kind of get your take on it and see where it, where it falls. So, unless you have any more wow questions for you, um, I don't know. I might, I might well have a, I might well have a look and see. Uh, I probably won't. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm playing this game at the moment, I would be, uh, I would be so tempted to boot it up. But I don't want anything to distract me from the fun I'm having with, with um, Dragon Age at the moment. So, okay, so I might just, I might just leave it for the time being. What's oh, tempting? It, 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 will, it will still be there I know there. I know but it won't be new and shiny well it will be to me um, yeah so I, uh, I picked this up um, I was a bit cheeky I uh, basically used a, a VPN thingy to oh, okay break the release date oh, look uh, at you hardcore well that's what I thought uh, basically PC Gamer tweeted out something that said if you want to break the release date here's how to do it and I thought all right, if PC Gamer are telling me, it must be all right. Um, and yeah, it was actually. Um, I used something called the uh, Soft Ether VPN client, um, which is free and dead easy to use. You basically install it, you run it, it gives you a list of servers that are running and the countries they're in, and you click on the one that you want to pretend the country you're from, and <laughs> that's it. So I just okay. went in, and the only reason I did it was basically I had I had Wednesday off. And I wanted to okay. play something. And I had when I say I had Wednesday off, this is incredibly unusual. For people who don't have kids, right? My wife was out. She'd taken my three-month-year-old with her. My daughter was at school. I had six to seven hours of no one telling me what to do or A chores to do or anything. I could do anything I wanted. Now, once obviously you've taken out masturbation, that leaves you with six hours and 55 <laughs> minutes of being exactly. able to play pretty much any game I wanted to. And I really wanted to play Dragon Age Inquisition. So um, I downloaded it the night before um, Origin. God, I hate Origin. Of course, it's an Origin, isn't it? So much, but there is no fucking choice. I hate it. And I hate the fact that even though it's sitting on my desktop, I have to kind of, when I link, when 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 I click on it to boot it up, it boosts Origin immediately there's no way i can just get it to not do that i will have to you can you can there probably is a bypass thing i haven't found yet but it's just like that anyway um i've now played probably about 17 hours oh wow we're breaking the back on this which is for me um a lot for dragon age i'm not even touching the sides yet this is um this is huge and this is this is slick um so my history is i've played um pretty much all the dragon age games um the first one was very it was too too kind of um every time there was a combat it would stop it would bring you out of it you would have to kind of you know move your characters about and you'd have to use that tactical map kind of thing um to, to kind of progress in combat and the second one was very much hack and slash and didn't really have the same in-depth feeling although it was kind of there this one seems to have got the balance absolutely right so the way i play this game is i ignore the tactical 
technical side of things pretty much completely. Um, I have me, who is, a, a, as always, a kind of an archer, arranged rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my three companions who I swap in, swap out. It's normally a mage, a warrior, um, and depending on... Depending the on challenge. Who's, well, the, 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 the problem with Dragon Age is that they do characters. Normally, very, there's a couple of annoying characters in this, but the, the, the roster of characters you can choose from are so interesting. And when you're kind of walking about in the, in the worlds, um, the conversations they have are great. So you're kind of cut between... I've ended up walking around sometimes with three of the same character class because I want to see how they interact. My combat's uh, fucked, mm, but the actual engagement, because, you know, there's a, there's a, I like having Varric in my, who's a rogue, who's, who's in, who was in um, Dragon Age 2 or Origins. And um, he's just good to have about. There's a, a completely balmy rogue called Sara, who is just mad as a box of fleas. And I just wanted to see how they got on because I could see how that would work. And then there's me, who's another rogue. And then I want to pitch that in with somebody else who's completely kind of austere, if you like. So you go and pick somebody like a, I don't know, Cassandra, who's a kind of warrior, straight-laced kind of ex-chantry um, kind of character. And it's just, the interaction is great. But what it ends up being is that I don't want to just take three characters with me. I want to kind of take more. I want to take you're, the entire fucking posse. roster with me. Yeah, basically. Um why can't I roll with my entire crew? <laughs> it's just annoying. But anyway, I, I'm digressing massively. Um, the game starts, um, strangely enough, with you f- tumbling out of a rift. So you've, yeah, for, for anyone who knows the Dragon Age series, the rifts are like um, the other world, if you like. Um, okay. A kind of spirit world. You stumble out of the rift having no memory of where you've come from, how you got there. You have, you know your history, you know where you've come from, where you were born and stuff like that, and your life up to a certain point. And what's basically happened is there's been a massive explosion and a conclave between um, the mages and the Templars, who are bitter, bitter enemies. And the whole of the sky has basically blown up this concave and pretty much everyone's dead. All these, you know, the whole kind of mages guild, the whole of the Templar main high command and stuff is just gone uh you have been given a mark basically your hand glows green which allows you to close rifts in the world so closes Uh those demon doors okay think oblivion Mm -hmm. um that kind of is where you come in and what, what they've done really really cleverly is they've they've kind of done this you um the story progresses you 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 start up the inquisition uh which is you and your posse all right, and you start off in Haven, and you have kind of a an old church that you're sort of sitting in, and you have a kind of world map, a bit like Skyrim or something like that, where you have you know the cities and stuff like this, and you kind of choose where to go. And the first area you choose to go is somewhere called Hinterlands. That's that's kind of where you go, and you you travel to Hinterlands, and that one zone is fucking massive, massive. Okay. It's bigger than Origins was in its entirety. It's huge. Interesting. And it's very much like I'm going to throw names out of uh, you know RPG names out now, but it's it's you take Skyrim, you take obviously all the previous Dragon Ages, combine it with Dragon's Dogma, um, which 
had a lot of things no it didn't have a lot of things it had a few things wrong with it but what I really liked about Dragon's Dogma was that feeling of exploration the world it built was just fucking immense mm-hmm. and then The Witcher and you're kind of on that it's there it has all the best elements of those games so you're kind of thrown down it's very very smooth the animations are great um, the way the character controls is just it just feels nice it's a nice place to be you feel grounded it looks stunning it just it's incredible and not incredible on a scale of look at the massive vista look at those distant mm. mountains look at that you know the forest over there is swaying but the level of detail as well the little things the fact they've managed to go for not just his epicness if you think about skyrim you take these massive epic vistas but when you actually looked at something fairly close up it looked a bit clunky looked a bit you know it's like <laughs> sometimes you'd run into bushes and they'd be those character models where they're the kind of the, the 2D, um, you know, kind of paper cut out tree type things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not like that at all. The level of detail on a small scale and then the massive epicness of the, the landscape that you're in is just incredible. Um, and you so, can... Uh, go on. Now, I, 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 I kind of wanted to keep, let you keep going, but then I, I never mind, I'm still trying to... I. I can't wish Dragon Age I played. I, I didn't like anything about it. I didn't like the fact that how, the, <laughs> okay. how it was progressing. I didn't like the fact that you had these kind of weird hubs that you, then you kind of instanced out into other zones. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it's irritated me. And I'm a big fan of Skyrim. I think I put in hundreds of hours in Skyrim. Yeah, I worked hard. I spent something like 250, 300 hours in Skyrim over three different consoles. Versions. Yeah, pretty um, much. Big fan um i i'm i'm struggling to see um i i'm not quite sure what it is about scram that really appeals to me anyway it's got some problems in itself and the combat's mm-hmm. not amazing mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't really bother me at all i still love it i still love making characters and doing the quest and everything else and what what is it and again witcher wasn't a big fan of either so what was what is it that makes it um okay special if I kind of uh, okay the, the the world itself, so each zone, uh, and I haven't been to that many. I've been playing this seventeen hours, and I've basically been to three zones, if you like. So you have your your kind of hub town, which is a bit like you know um, Ezio's car, Ezio's villa in in Assassin's Creed Two or something. You know, it's, it's kind of this is your little bit, and as the story progresses, your so does your your hub changes as well so it gets bigger the more power you gain the more influence the inquisition by by filling out the little quests you gain power and influence which is what you want because you need you know you're starting off as basically a tiny cult Mm -hmm. and you need to get power and influence so that you can affect the world's goings on you know Mm -hmm. so that so that you can go and talk to the templars and you can go and talk to the mages because you can't do any of that if you're just some unknown heretic you know okay to build up a kind of reputation following a reputation yeah exactly sounds like a nasty religion yeah it basically is uh to do this and a religion sorry from from your hub you basically have um the world map so think skyrim's world map yeah and you can see the zones and the towns and things like this and you can choose kind of like okay if i want to go to this zone it's going to cost me four power points to unlock it which is fine because you'll you'll get that fairly quickly and then other zone that's because that's kind of how they gatekeep each zone so you just can't go charging ahead you, you know each one costs a certain amount of power and power cost goes up and whatever but that's kind of by the by mm-hmm. so you have two types of things on this map you have zones you can go to 
and then you have missions you can send your you, you can get the inquisition to fulfill and these are static missions that you don't go on so for example there'll be one which is kind of like um oh i don't know there there's uh we, we've lost the patrol in the mountains over here somewhere um, and then it gives you kind of three options for how to deal with it so you could send your spy master just to send a scout in to go and see if they can find it without you know too much fuss you can get your army chieftain to march the entire army over there to go and rescue them on some kind of massive crusade or you can get like your um politician type character to have a chat with the locals to see that if they can send out scouting missions mm -hmm. And depending on which ones you choose, there's a certain amount of time that that will take. And then once that mission's completed, you'll just get a ping and it will be... It's a bit like you were saying about your Farmville type thing. You're kind mm -hmm. of, you know, um, you'll come back and you'll have some kind of reward depending on how you how you chose to progress or whatever. It and does though, sound exactly... It does sound exactly like... Yeah, but there's not, there's not the that garrison. many of them. And they are actually... You do actually stop and think about how I want to progress with these. Mm -hmm. So the, the three choices you get, you know... They actually have some impact on your story as well, and you do. I am actually starting to care about my story and care about. It's a bit of a slow burn because it starts off as a very generic. Oh, uh, no memory. Of, the world is um, going to yes, end. Oh, I'm the only the person who can close these rifts. Oh, uh, you know. But actually, the story gets good, and the characters that you meet are a hell of a lot of that. No, they okay. don't talk to you know you can do does the dragon age thing where you can stop and talk to them for quite a long time if you want to or you can go back and delve into their backstory but even just the little comments they make when they're fighting or the the little conversations they have as you're wandering around the world that builds up and makes you want to push through so when you want to progress the story you want to do something you go to one of these kind of the lands. so you've got the hinterlands there's a storm coast um the last one i went to i think was the fallow mire and they each have a very different feel and they feel amazing um i went to the storm coast which is just basically what exactly what it sounds like it's mm -hmm. pissing down with rain it's a kind of um lush green hills but flowing you know with with craggy kind of um oh what's the word you know um giant's causeway in ireland that kind of stone yeah, yes, structures yes. everywhere you know on the coast going down to it um it was at that point where it's obviously a scripted event but you you kind of you come out of a, a cave um and it's kind of a dungeony type cave and you, you come out of that into this vista of these huge waves roaring in it's pissing down with rain there's mist everywhere and across the other side of the bay you see a dragon taking on a giant okay yeah and you just kind of sit as you watch, do watch that for a bit you know and you can go anywhere so it's got that skyrim and you get involved in the fight you, yeah you could do but it's pretty scripted so when you get near it it kind of it comes to its own conclusion you could probably launch if you had a decent length of range attack you could probably bring that on yourself if you wanted to you probably wouldn't want to because the level you're at when you go to that particular land you ain't gonna last 30 seconds um okay. but it's just that attention to detail there's a few little set pieces that kick in so you say all oh, right okay so but the, the world itself is just absolutely awesome and the again the kind of um that that skyrim feel of i'm in this zone i can go wherever i want and it does that brilliant thing that Skyrim does really well, which is, or any Elder Scrolls game really is, you turn a corner and you might bump into a completely a new quest line. Or you might, you know, there might be something, just a note on the floor that you pick up and you read it. And you're like, oh, okay. And that drags you around the entire thing, chasing your tail, kind of trying to work mm -hmm. out. Okay. So it does, it does that really, really nicely, I think. 
I'm the combat's a hell of a lot better than... So how's the combat work? Well, I mean, I'm like I say, I'm playing range. So I'm playing this um, heretic fashion, which is with a pad on the PC. Um, and it's it's absolutely fine. I mean, essentially, you have obviously movement... Is it on still. the consoles as well? Yeah, it's on the next-gen ones. Certain. Yeah. I, think it's on the, I think it's on 360 and PS3, but um, performance issues would abound on that, I would imagine. Mm. Um, I just can't, I just don't know how we do it, but um, you know, if essentially, so you have uh, again hotkey skills. So you have your standard attack. So I, you know, I pull my right trigger in and it fires an arrow at the character, you know, the, the enemy that's highlighted. Um, but then I have various skills that are on cooldown. So for example, I've got a, an explosive arrow. I've got um, a long shot, which is you know takes longer to draw but puts more of a punch into it mm-hmm. i've got um various different types of things so if you're if you, you know so it's a standard sort of think of you're talking of wow the standard kind of package of skills that would go with a warrior or a, you know like a tank for example so does it play like an mmo or like skyrim <sighs> sounds a bit memorable it kind of is in a way in the sense if you have hot skills um you know cooldowns and hot bars um and you know you you soon work out the best way of, of managing those attacks. So you know you first of all want to hit him with that attack before following up with that attack before following up with that attack. And if you really wanted to, you could get incredibly anal with it because obviously you've got four characters on the screen. So you could do something like you know you could get your mage to use frost to freeze the character while you then pumped a, um, a fire arrow into it, an explosive fire, arrow, which would then shatter the. You know that's a very simple you know. Um, demonstration of how you can use your characters to you've, you've you know to kind of create your own tactics um so one of my the first thing i've got is that one of my arrows is basically it allows it when as soon as it hits a character that hasn't taken any damage yet it not only whacks them for about 800 percent of my weapons damage but also sends them to sleep so obviously okay. i stealth get close enough to be able to do something, hit him with an arrow which sends him to sleep for, I think it's 20 seconds, I think it's quite a long time. Um, that allows my warrior then to close the gap so that he's then in melee range to, to, to tank it so that the rest of us can pile on the damage from afar. So you can start you start using it, and it does it without you even thinking about it. And if you don't want to get involved in those tactics, that's fine because guess what? The AI is actually fairly good and will mm-hmm. do that for you. Interesting. Um you know, I have bits where I've kind of swapped out of characters just to see what happens. And my my main character, you know, the character I'm linked with, has managed just fine. It's got it's doing what I would have done were I playing it. So, you know, seems to be seems to be pretty damn good. But it's the thing between like um, it, the combat feels a, it it feels more MMOE. It feels more because you are literally, you know, you know, it's not a skill-based thing in the sense of, um, say, something like, the, um, like The Witcher is much more because it's timing-based. Yeah. Um, and also something like Dark Souls, for example, where you're actually kind of physically manipulating. I'm diving out of the way of that sword so I can bring, my, you know, it doesn't have that sort of level of combat. But it, so it is very MMO in the sense of I'm just using my basic attack, basic attack, basic attack to my cooldown on this attack's gone, then I'm going to launch that, then wait while I'm launching that, my cooldown's going to be up on the other thing so I can use that. And you, you know, that's the same thing with your skill progression tree as well because obviously each character has kind of a skill progression tree. You have four 
main kind of areas and those those four areas so for example with my rogue i'll have kind of four ability trees one might be about sabotage one might be about stealth one might be about ranged attack and one might be about um dual wielding daggers and i choose which area i want to specialize in or do i want to spread my level points out overall for very similar to war you know any mmo yeah. basically um but the in between that is is it kind of feels very skyrim it feels kind of elder scrollsy you know, talking okay. about Elder Scrolls Online or Skyrim or something, it has that similar sort of thing where I can just wander the world and um, I want to see what's around the next corner. It's that it kind of leads you beautifully around the world to kind of I want to uncover every part of the map. And the problem with it is that you go to the hinterlands, for example, which I said is like the first place. You could spend fucking thirty hours in that one zone, which that seems which you'd lose narrow. yourself. Yeah. And the thing I keep saying to people is, you know, if you're starting this game. Don't do that because <laughs> it's a bit like Skyrim. You will never have an empty quest log for that zone. Interesting. Follow the main quest line as much as you can. You will get tangented, of course you will, and you should enjoy that. But try and follow the main quest line. Otherwise, you're never going to get through the fucking main story. So uh, it, it, does it have, um, a bit like Skyrim, a, a kind of quest generator? Not in the sense of no. I mean, all all the quests. I I'm I, I'm I'm not played enough to be able to give you a definitive answer on this. But I would say that all the quests are scripted. They're all there. They're all placed there. They're all hand drawn, if you like. Not like Skyrim, where you know there's kind of like a, a procedurally generated quest thing. Uh, so you're never okay. ever going to run out of quests. I, you could rinse this dry, I reckon, if you okay. really wanted to, but. You, yeah, I mean, I can't see you running out of content on this. How long has this been in development for? Um, three years, I want to say. Two and a half years since the last... Yeah, so three, probably about three years, I think. Interesting. I mean, because that's a lot of content to make. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, trying... look, I, I'm, I'm saying this because, you know, I've, I'm in, I've been in three zones. The Hinterlands is huge. Storm Coast is, again, I don't think it's quite as big as the Hinterlands, but it's, it's good enough. Fallowmire is a bit of a smaller zone so they're not all as big as the hinterlands but they are perfectly kind of formed i mean the fallow mire is such a depressing shitty swamp like place it's brilliant it's you know <laughs> it's it's perpetually nighttime where it feels like it it's pestilent it's it's a swamp with kind of those beautiful kind of wooden walkways winding through it it's got that oh uh, yeah yeah veil fire it's kind of, it's just it looks and feels oppressive it's you know swarming in undead and um but it just it just works brilliantly um and like i say the story will pull you through because it has that element of if you like narrative in games i mean you're saying like with wow mm. i played wow for fucking hours i hadn't got a clue what was going in in that story no, at no. all absolutely none no you know no there was there was a lot of lore there i knew it existed but it it, it almost did itself disservice by not pushing it in my face a bit more you know what I mean? Because it might have pulled me through the game. No, 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 I completely. I mean, um, it, it, it's so uh, inconsequential for the, your, your playing experience. But with Dragon Dragon Age, it seems like um, it's got a really good balance of if I want to know more, I can go and ask. Otherwise, you're on a quest to save the world. That's all you need to know. Okay, the rest yeah. of it is all about the characters and it's all about how you engage with those people and how they make your journey more entertaining as you go along it. 
You don't need to do anything with them if you don't want to. And some characters, like I've recruited several characters, I know I'm never going to use because they just look boring to me. They just don't, you know, they don't interest me. Their backstory the, isn't particularly okay, backstory. Okay. So I can, I'm just, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm sure you're a very, you know, a very venerable mage, but he just looked boring to me. I'd rather have that one who's a bit more feisty. You know what I mean? Sure. So you can play it how you want to play it. And you can also, you know, again, with the AI and stuff, you can level up those characters. So if you want to build a frost mage, build a frost mage. Or you could let it auto level itself up and it might go for a fire mage or it might go for a spirit mage. So you can get as micromanagement as you want or you can just do what I'm doing, which is I'm letting the, the AI guys level themselves up because I want them to feel like they're their own characters and I want my character to be my character. And okay. that seems to work really, really well. I so, yeah, I mean, I, I love this game. This game is, without doubt, my game of the year, hands down, until we hit Witcher 3. You know, That's that, this year, though, is it? No, but, I mean, if it, it depends on what year you're counting, calendar year. This is, you know, there's, there's you, you work You work on the rolling um, 12-month calendar. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, it's just, it's got everything I want. It's smooth. The combat is... It can be very challenging. Um, you know, I've just walked into some zones and just gone, I'm getting the fuck out. There's no way. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Is that based think. upon how they look or based upon the first fight experience? Or uh, as, soon as, you, as soon as you start engaging with them, you think, I need to get out of here now. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant. And it does it. I mean, the first one of the, like I say, in the Hinterlands, one of the first uh, Fade Rifts I come across, I still haven't beaten six, seven levels later. You know, it's in a starting zone. And it's only got like a couple of, but I cannot beat the bloody thing. But I keep going back to it just to see. I'm a level levels better now. Can I get? Ah, oh, I still can't quite do it. Um, and I've tried for different characters as well. So it, you know, there are the challenge is there if you want it, or you can take you know a kind of more leisurely route through the game just by choosing your quest lines a little bit differently. I mean, yesterday I found a whole new in the again in the hinterlands found a whole new valley with a whole new set of quests that I hadn't even fucking realised was there. Mm. Didn't even know about it. It's like, oh, fucking brilliant. Didn't even know this led me here. It was amazing. Does it do a good job of um, making it feel like you've got value from finding that out in terms yeah. of for yeah, a Yeah, I mean, that, that, that thing story about exploration or... is yeah. just amazing because you, you start off with a blank map and you might have a few various bits and pieces. You have a few kind of diamond sigils on the map to show here's something of import or here's kind of where your next quest might lie. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to follow your mainline quest, it will always have on the map this is where you need to go. But it won't, obviously, the fog of war is in between you and it. So whatever you walk through, um, you know, you, you expand the map, the fog of war recedes and whatever. But you will always get that thing where, you know, you, you'll stumble on caves and dungeons, just, you know, you'll round a corner and you'll think, hang on a second, that rock formation looks a little bit too unnatural. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm going to go and have a quick look. Oh, it's a fucking cave. And it's not just a cave, it's got stuff in it. And it's got baddies in it. And, you know, so you, you progress through that way. Um, and it, there are bits where it kind of leads you through. So there are lots of kind of like little mini, I want to say mini games in a way. There's these astrolabes, or I think they're called astrolabes or astrolobes or something. And they're basically uh, mini games where on each map there's like, they sit somewhere. You have to go and find them. They're normally on cliff tops or on mountain tops or something like that. You go and find them. And you press them and they kind of, they look at the stars. And you know how you get like constellation maps? Yes. It's basically this mini game where it gives you 
the points of the the constellation map then gives you the the, the actual what it, the finished thing should look like so it might look like a boat a bit or a sword or something like that and it says yeah okay you've now got to draw that in the sky without going over the same line twice type thing and that sounds really naff mm. but actually i've done nearly all of them that i've found because i just find them quite amusing quite good <laughs> and you get a little buff for it at the end of it and they're actually quite enjoyable to do um but once you get all three of them in a region it points you it kind of this this big laser thing goes and, and points you towards a cave where loot you know um and you get a special little reward so i got an epic bow out of completing those astrolabes so it does you, that I mean, just you i to say this you sound like you've like completely fallen in love with this game i feel like i'm having a conversation with you and um you just met your wife which i presume is you are besotted by now the game's better than my wife okay <laughs> Um, you sound properly in love with this game. It's it's awesome. It's just it's um, and again, I don't want to speak too soon because it's been less than a week, and I'm not going to engage. You know, you're not going to get engaged. <laughs> you don't yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more careful than that. Shotgun but, wedding. Um, but again, this is this is why I'm so tentative when you're bringing up things like wow. I'm thinking I don't want to even go there because I don't want to leave this world because I'm scared that if I leave it, I won't go back to it. You know what I mean? It's like no, I want to see where this goes. You've got, I know. You've got form. You've got form. Yeah, I know this this game could easily last me 90 hours. I mean, I know people who you know from journalists and stuff who who even talk about this game. Um, the quickest anyone's kind of finished the game, if you like, is in about 60 hours. Um, now I've only done 17 and I'm taking my time and I'm, you know, exploring a little bit and I'm kind of doing the main quests as a, as a general guy, but I'm, I am kind of bouncing off it here and there to go and find other interesting bits and pieces. And I'm quite happy to stay in this world. So, um, yeah, I'm totally in love with it. I think it's an amazing game. I think it's an amazing achievement to, to, to be able to pull this off. And I've not, you know, I've unlocked three zones in a game that's probably got, 20 of them that's before you even mm. think about dlc and stuff you know um yeah the I, drawbacks of it origin well, it's, it's, it's funny you say that i mean i've um i i'm in that kind of stage where my birthday's next month of course christmas is next month um right. and i'm kind of I, I struggle to come up with stuff i want mm-hmm. because i kind of buy the stuff i want when during time so there's kind of things that i are less like urgent and i was chucking i have chucked um Dragon Age on my wish list. You'd be glad to know, just to make you feel happy. I find you from your based on yeah, Clarky's bought it as well. So um, okay. I haven't bought anything yet, of course. Um, but I have actually um, put the PS4 version on the wish list. Oh no, the I PS4 thing again. Don't <sighs> want to deal with Origin if I can help it, and if I can avoid it. And this is no, not- I, I, I fully get that. I mean, the reason I've gone PC is, is there's a couple of reasons why. Um, one is because it was half the price. Which you know, I'd pay fifty quid for this, no question. Mm-hmm. You're certainly getting your money's worth. Um, but also, just because of the, what the modding community will bring to this. If you remember what the modding community brought to Skyrim, I mean, my version of Skyrim is nothing like the original version of Skyrim. Uh, yes, it's modded to the fucking hell. Mm, that is a good point. Realistic okay. water, realistic weather. It's got you know. Um, better Hang on, I'm going to a wish list now. I'm yeah, thinking. I mean, it, it's better. No, I'm not. I'm not quite sure how modding works within an Origin client, or, or how you know within that kind of thing. I've, I've no idea. So you know, 
No, I I'm assuming know. that modding isn't going to be something that's particularly difficult. It's a Bioware game. I remember they've done, you know, they've had mods before. So I'm thinking that by the time I've mainlined the quest, there'll be something out there that makes it interesting. And, you know, that's what kept me going back to Skyrim was, oh, I've just got this mod where I've, I've got um, a whole new range of weapons from medieval times. I've got, you know, new character models. I've got um, all sorts of, you know, weird and wonderful i've got new buildings i've got new towns i've got a whole new fucking continent if i want it you know and i'm 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 kind of crossing my fingers that the same thing will be true for for dragon age inquisition the thing that's Mm. slightly annoyed me is one of the things that dragon age comes with which i'm really keen to try which is why i'm pissed off everyone buying on ps4 is it's got co-op um i see Co-op is, that's why you're so determined yeah no we're well, not well, just that uh, whether i actually get, ever get around to playing it i don't know but i am quite intrigued to be to see how it works essentially it's um it's like mass effects co-op in many ways in the sense that it's got nothing to do with the main story particularly it's you know you and up to three other people and it gives you kind of set fortresses to go and attack um and you can you know kind of rinse and repeat and you can get loot and whatever but so it's it's um, several. You know, I don't know how many maps. I, think I couldn't give you another, how many scenarios or whatever, but it basically gives you those and says, you know, pick your, you take your character, you bring your character along, Beastie, whoever else mm-hmm. brings their character along, and we can team up and we can take on this dungeon run, basically an instance dungeon run, um, which I thought sounded quite fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a, you know, it's what it's what I've always it's like what we all talked about Skyrim about. Wouldn't it be great if it's in Skyrim? You could go along with three or four of your mates. I don't oh, want man, an MMO. I, 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 man, I'd, I'd, I'd want that so much. Yeah, I don't I want love, an MMO. I don't want a other... huge number. Not a huge number of people. Small number. Yeah. Or ideally, I mean, I mean, I look at games like DayZ, which uh, for one reason it just has not drawn me a matter how many people have tried to just drag it, drag it around, and say this is really special. Blah blah blah. blah was I'd love for um, something like that where you could have a persistent server of a hundred players or whatever yeah in a skyrim world and i don't mean in a whole i don't want it to be like a gta um, no. five online of just a murder fest no. but just we you're you're questing together maybe having to say actually going into thing, going into dungeons. no friendly fire no friendly fire at all so yeah because actually the thing with skyrim the combat would you'd kill people instantly by accident yeah yeah they, they they do have an interesting in, in dragon where you can turn friendly fire on i did that for one one instance and then just turn it straight off again everyone died in the first three seconds yeah it was ridiculous but no i I, that's that's the holy grail isn't it it's the kind of thing yeah it is right hey hey beastie go stealth up and you go left flank and you get behind him ready to sort of you know backstab him yeah i'm gonna send clarky just to hide behind that pillar so he can charge out and and you know with his big tank and charge in and i'll take the first pot shot from behind this barrel you know to you know, draw the draw the aggro. It would be amazing. It'd be brilliant. Yeah, it would be. And the first game that manages to do that, whether it's something like Dragon Age or Skyrim or something along that line, it's gonna just be awesome. It's gonna make it brilliant. But it's um, not here yet. Um, but no, in no. the meantime, while it's not here, I'll quite happily sit on Dragon Age because it's just, it's perfect. It's brilliant. I have them. Um... Uh, I have uh, uh, put the PC version on my wish list. I've got the hey. origin. Um, but yes, it's it, it's it's enough decent to try. I might watch some videos of it, and because I have to kind of, I need to see that what it how it looks. Because even the description is quite good. I can't quite. 
I think Digital Foundry have done some work as usual. Um, yes, at, I think you're right, actually. To be honest, on my machine, it runs absolutely fine. Everything's on high. But, um, you know, I did, I did kind of mention on the forum that I'm possibly looking at upgrading my graphics card. And it's nothing to do with the fact that Dragon Age doesn't look great. It looks absolutely stunning. It's just, it might look even better. <laughs> or well, what settings do you have it on currently? Is, is, is there more to go? Everything's on. It's Can just it go this, higher? Um, yeah, you can probably go up to Ultra and stuff. I okay. haven't tried to run it on Ultra because um, I just, when I, by the time I go in there, I just want to play the bloody thing. I don't want to mess about with settings and stuff. I, I will try and ramp it up and see if, I, if it hits any frame rate. I've got fraps running so I can, you know, see if it's hitting the frame rate or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll try that. But um, I don't know. I might, I might, might go shiny, might, might not. Don't need to. Might quite want to. So yes, um, you've got a seventy-eight fifty. If it's if I remember, because I think is that my old card? Yeah, it's your old card. Yeah. Um, no, then it's a oh, seventy-eight you know, seventy, isn't it? I can't remember. I it's can't one remember. of them seventy-eight jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is which? Sadly, DX very good. doesn't tell you which one it is. Which is just no, it doesn't. Something. It doesn't. It tells you the series. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's, it's a seven, it would be the um, seventy-eight fifty. I'm certain um, ah. seventy-eight hundred series, which is a, I mean, it's a very a bargain card at this time because it's kind of lasted really long. Mm. Um, but you were talking about the nine seventy. Uh, if I yeah, GTX nine seventy. I'm thinking which is not far from being comparable with the kind of seven eighty, um, which was what the Titan was based off of. Yeah. Um, Oh, actually, so the Titan then had the others came based off the Titan. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding is it's pretty pretty pokey. Um, you can get them. There's a fairly good range of options out already, so you can already go. So if you so yeah, I kind of know the I know the one I want. It, it just purely because it came out top in PC gamers' latest tests. Okay. Um, and you know, I. I, I it's quietish. It's got lots of fans on it. It does what it says on the tin, and it's reason. When I say reasonably priced, it's still, you know, I could go out and buy an Xbox One for the same money. Um, you know. Yeah, but, but there's no games in the Xbox One. Well, it's more exclusive on that. And don't go, don't go down that line, beastie. Um, but obviously, then you have to discount the fact you get a free game with it, which means I can get Far Cry Four for <coughs> free. Um, mm. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It, it's it's uh, the, the question I was asking was basically, is it worth the upgrade? Is now the best time uh, to play it, or is it? Is, you know, it's the eternal. Is now the, the time? It's always a constant. <laughs> Nothing's breaking on my PC. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, I would. If if I'm honest, um, if I could, I would hold because I've got a feeling that. No, I haven't looked into it a great deal. Um, I only kind of get really into it when I'm I'm kind of looking for one. So I haven't really kind of... Mm. I've got a feeling that with the poor um, console porting there's been since the kind of PS4 and Xbox One have been out to PC mods, Mm. that I think we'll see a slew of cards early next year that have a load of um, RAM thrown on them. Um, RAM's not expensive. That's not really a cost factor that would be concerned. Mm. I can so see them doing that to help support higher res um, imagery and the fact that they're basically um, uh, not optimizing properly for PC. And so you're having to kind of grind through it as opposed to, so I, I might hold because of that, because I've got a feeling there'd be stuff quite common to get six, six um, gig of VRAM 
um, just to make it comfortable, even on on, on lower rank cards. Mm-hmm. And I, I know some are already out there with that as it is. So I, I'd be tempted just to wait if you can, and then and then see. Uh, you know, BC, I'm, I'm a very patient man. Yes, I know. I know. I'm sure this time next week I'll be no. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, we, we've we've rattled on about two games for the best part. Well, actually, over an hour. So um, we really should give our listeners a break. But um, as a role, it really was a role playing. It really special. was a, a, an RPG special, um, which has been quite nice actually. Be able to talk in depth about some some gaming. Um, so yeah, go and buy Dragon Age because it's fucking awesome, um, and everyone should because. It's awesome, um, and that's basically it. <laughs> that's your your message of the day. Yes, go and buy it. It's awesome. And World of Warcraft. Um, my little mouse is hovering over the download client button now. I might well do, um, but it's thirty fucking quid. They were shouldn't have given away that bloody game, should I? Never mind. <laughs> uh, Thirty-five quid to buy the fucking expansion. Ugh. I'm sure there's um, cheaper sites out there. I'm literally, my, 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 I've already got the client open, so as soon as we uh, yeah, finish, uh, yeah, finish yeah. recording, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think my time in World of Warcraft is probably done, and I'll quite happily spend my time in um, in Dragon Age instead. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, you do so. But for all the rest of you out there, um, like I say, go buy Dragon Age. But whatever you do, uh, have fun doing it, and uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, uh, you can follow the show Twitter account on um, at MGP Bits. I'm at Vimesy74. And I'm at Beastie Tweet. And um, don't bother following the rest of them. They're all boring. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. ta Bye.